Welcome back to the Wild Hearted Revolution podcast, the radical reclaiming of the untamed woman. I'm Jennifer Kittredge, your host and founder of Wild Hearted Revolution. So today we are going into part two of healing the witch wound. Before we get there, I want to recap on part one um, on what the witch wound is, where it came from, and how we have. Um, Got, you know, how it's been um, impacting our lives. So the witch wound stems from generations, our ancestors, our past lives, and we have carried this trauma with us for years. And back in the day when they had the witch trials and women were burned at the stake, um, drowned, they were cast out, um, the wound was so deep for women, and it has been for thousands and thousands of years. But that witch wound is when women really step out of these patriarchal programs, these societal norms that are deemed the law or the rule, or this is the way. And if you were a woman who was not in line with that, you were deemed a witch. So if you used herbs, you were called a witch. If you um, used oils and tinctures, you were a witch. If you were a midwife back in the day, you were a witch. If you loved nature, um, you were deemed a witch. Meditation, you could be deemed a witch. If you dressed a certain way or if you had animals that you talked to, I don't know about you, but I talk to my dogs all the time. Um, if you were outspoken, if you used your voice, you were deemed a witch. If somebody didn't like you or like what you were saying or liked how you looked, they could tattle on you and say that you were a witch and you could lose your life. So we have, as women, suppressed ourselves because of this wound not just with this wound, there are many wounds, but um, we're specifically talking about the witch wound right now. But because of this wound, we have suppressed our voice. We have worn masks in front of people for fear of that persecution and that judgment and that criticism. And I will tell you, there is this radical reclaiming that women are stepping into their power and stepping into their voices, but more and more women need to do that. More and more women need to really rise up. Our world needs you now more than ever. And I will tell you, like the way I live my life now, I would be considered a witch. I love crystals. I have them all over my office. I have nature in my house. Um, I have plants all over, bring nature in. I use essential oils every day. I light candles. Um, I ground in my backyard. I walk barefoot all the time. And that would deem me a witch. And there are probably some people who do think I'm very witchy. I know my kids think I'm completely woo-woo, they call me with my, they call it my voodoo medicine but I use herbs. I vaginal steam. I've been vaginal steaming for two years and it has radically changed my PMS and my perimenopause. So these things that aren't considered normal, that's in quotes because you can't see me, would deem you a witch. And that word witch really has a negative connotation. And I shared my story in part one, how I was hosting a women's circle, a goddess circle at my house. 
and there were some women from the church and I got really anxious. I got nervous because this is not um, very Christian. So I was worried that they were going to criticize me and persecute me. And I felt myself really pulling back and wanting to um, take some of the things out of what I had planned for circle because they were there. I did not because I stepped forward and I stepped into my truth and my essence, but I felt that. And that's when I really noticed my witch wound. I was like, wow, like I'm, I'm okay with shrinking back uh, to make them more comfortable. And I, I just realized this is a place of healing that I needed to look at in my own life. So when we're looking at healing the witch wound, we really need to be aware and recognize that we have this wound. So if anything that I have said has resonated with you, if you feel like you have shrunk back, that you cannot use your voice or you don't use your voice for fear of persecution, for fear of judgment, for fear of being criticized by others, you have a witch wound. If you use crystals and you hide that from people, if you, you know, love essential oils, which those are, have become kind of mainstream now, lots of people use essential oils, but things like that, if you feel that you have to hide pieces of yourself and you're wearing masks in front of certain people and not really able to share your true essence, then you have this witch wound. So that first step is really recognizing it, recognizing that you have it, where you have it, and figuring out where it stems from. As I said in part one, mine stems from the church because I grew up Catholic, and then I went into a non-denominational, very Christian um, evangelical church. And so I was like, I hid those pieces of myself because I knew I would be deemed a sinner or I would be deemed bad um, and really kind of shunned. So as I have grown and evolved, um, I have really healed a lot of these places because I realized that I was not being true to myself. I was silently suffering because I wore masks around certain people. Um, and I just came to a point where I was like, no more, like, this is who I am. And having that come up for me a couple of weeks ago was interesting because I think as we're expanding, we're always going to have stuff come up for us. None of us are ever going to have it totally together. It's just not the way it works. And I never want to arrive, so to speak. I want to constantly be working on myself and growing and expanding into the best version of me that is possible. And I hope that never stops. I hope that I continue to grow and expand. So, and use my voice because I honestly feel like I have an assignment here on earth at this time. I am leading this movement of wild hearted revolution of these radically reclaimed women who are ready to release these wounds, who are ready to reclaim their voice, who are ready to take off the masks. And that's what I am here to do. And I want to empower and equip women to do the same. So the first part, as I said, is that awareness. The second part of really is really settling into your body and being comfortable with yourself. And if we don't 
know how to do that, if we can't do that, then we're never really going to get to our true essence. And the way that we can settle into our bodies is by doing shadow work around these wounds, right? Around the witch wound, around the mother wound, around the sister wound, around the father wound. There's so many wounds. And if we don't heal those places, if we don't acknowledge them and deal with them, we're never going to be able to be that true essence of us, right? So basically, if we don't deal with our shit, it's always going to come up and it's going to impact us in one way or another. So shadow work, grounding, spending time in nature, walking bare feet in your yard, in the grass, going to the beach, being in the ocean, running your hands underwater, anything like that, where you can really ground yourself to Mama Gaia, to the earth, right? Because nature is so medicinal and it is so healing that if you spend time in it and you disconnect from that little machine that's in your hand all the time, and really connect with nature, you will begin to connect with yourself to your truth. The other thing is breath work, breathing exercises. There is a great book called The Presence Process by Michael Brown that I am working through right now. And let me tell you, breath work is so transformational. So if you want, pick up that book. It's awesome. Another great book is by, uh, it's called Witch by Lisa Lister, which is awesome. I don't agree with all of her stuff in that book, but it was really a great resource and I love her personality. She reads it, it but she's standing firm in her truth. And I totally respect that. And I loved so much of the book, but there were just a couple things that I didn't really resonate with, but who cares? I don't have to. That's the great thing about, um, really being in alignment with yourself. You can love people even if you don't agree with them, right? There's no anger. There's no malice. It's just you love them and you might not agree with what they think or do or believe, but it doesn't mean you have to dislike them. So the other thing about settling into our bodies and really finding our voice is circling with other women. I am incredibly passionate about circling. I started circling back in March of 2021. And it just kept coming up for me. So I hosted a circle at my house with my closest friends. Um, I had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, screw it. I, I want to do this. It just kept coming up for me. So I did it. And then I joined a wonderful organization called Sistership Circle because I really wanted to be the best facilitator that I could be. So became a certified facilitator with them. And I have grown so much by circling with other women. I have healed so many places that I did not want to look at. Um, and so many places that I didn't even know were there. Um, and so circle has really been this powerful, powerful medicine of healing and growth and expansion. And when I say growth and expansion, it's that personal growth. And then that, and then that expansion is bringing it out into the world. And so circling, it's this collective healing with other women where you are in a safe space to really come as you are to show up in your shit and just receive the medicine that you need to receive. You might not even say anything. You might cry the whole time. That's okay. Because there is no judgment or criticism when you circle with other women. 
And I am extremely passionate about that. I'm bringing it to my community. Um, I also have online circles and we'll talk more about that in a little, a little bit later. So step three is really stepping into your voice. It's finding your voice and really stepping into that. And how do we do that? Well, we got to go back to number one and number two in order to find that authentic voice that's inside of you that's been suppressed. So you've got to be aware of your wounds of this wound. And then you've got to really settle into your body and do the work to heal those places, those wounds that have been really keeping you stuck. And so in order to do that, and when you do that, I should say, you'll begin to really find your voice. You'll begin to realize like, oh my gosh, my truth is coming out, right? Which sounds kind of scary because we've suppressed it for so long, but it doesn't have to be because the more you heal, the more powerful you become, the more um, you believe in your power, the more you stand in that warrioress that you have inside of you, that you have kind of kept her at bay for a long time because you didn't want anybody to see that side of you. Um, and she's been screaming to come out. And so now we get to awaken her and bring her out. And it's just so transformative and it's so powerful. And I can't even tell you how many women I've seen really step into this and claim it and just really go out and do amazing things in this world. And that is step four. So step four is really sharing your gifts and magic with the world. And you do that when you reclaim your voice, when you heal those places, when you become aware of your wounds and your triggers. Now, as I said, like I'm constantly working on myself and expanding and growing, and I'm able to recognize my triggers now. And I still get triggered and I'm sure I always will. Like there are things that just trigger me and, I, but I'm able to like, take a step back and be like, okay, why did that trigger me? Where is this coming from? And it just happened. I'm still in a circle on Thursday um, afternoons with an amazing group of women. And I got triggered and I showed up with a mask on and my facilitator called me out in a very loving way, but in a way that I needed to be called out. And I cried my eyes out, but guess what? I healed through that. I acknowledged it and I healed and I came through it. I stepped through it. I stepped out on the other side. And every time I leave circle, I am so empowered. I'm so just fired up and I feel so much release that I wish every woman would circle because there's so much power and magic and medicine in it, which brings me to I have a six-week wild-hearted revolution circle program starting Monday, October 4th. It will be from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it will be virtual for this one. Um, and this is my own program that I have written. Um, you won't find it anywhere else. It is open to a limited number of women. There are a couple spots available. So if you feel like that is something that you would love to learn more about or love to do, you can find me on Instagram, Jennifer underscore Kittredge. And you can also find me on my website at wildheartedrevolution.com. I would love to have you there. I would love to have you really step in and reclaim yourself and find that true voice, find that divine essence that is inside of you. It's just been suppressed for so long. So that is it for this small little pop-up podcast that I had no clue I was going to do. And I just did it. 
which I hope encourages you to do the same when you have these calls and these downloads um, to just follow them, just do them. But I'll be back. I think this is something that I'm going to continue to do weekly. So I'm going to interview some amazing women um, who have also transformed. And we're just going to go from there and see where this thing goes. So have an awesome day and I will see you next time.